When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Make UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we will preview Monday Night Football between the Eagles and the Seahawks. But now we are joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump right on into what was the game of the week between the Bills and the Cowboys. And Buffalo had an absolutely dominant performance, especially on the ground. So my question to you is, how much of that outcome was because the Bills are legit for real and they're finally putting it all together? And how much of that was the Cowboys absolutely stinking up the joint? Um, Yeah, I, I don't know how to sort of, you know, divide it out, but the... Um, the degree to which the Bills absolutely mauled them, um, castrated them, had their way with them, <laughs> playing rugby. I don't know that I thought that was going to be how they won. I thought they'd win. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought they'd win um, in a fairly, ultimately convincing manner. I didn't think it would be, you know, from the opening kickoff until – you know, once they scored 30 points. Uh, Buffalo can run the ball. I mean, Buffalo's been running the ball all year. Buffalo refused to activate the quarterback in the run game for most of the first two, two and a half months of the season. Cook is a dynamic back who can win for you on any down. I know they like to get Murray in the mix too, and they should because they should be running the ball a whole lot because they can. They can do it really well. The offensive line's better at that than pass uh, protecting uh, the quarterback was in a, a terrible funk of, of turnovers for a good portion of the season. Um, and their defense wasn't very good or, you know, certainly not much better than average. So you can mitigate a lot of those things by establishing your territorial dominance on the ground, especially this time of year. And especially when you play in Western New York. So I think it all makes sense. And, and the, I don't think that Ken Dorsey in and of himself was holding that whole thing back, but clearly Firing him shook everybody up. Uh, they're rolling up 30 points a game since that happened. And they're doing it with much more balance, um, with, with much more efficiency to the point where they did it yesterday and didn't even really have to throw the football. So I, I've been saying for a while now that, look, Josh Allen's not out of this MVP race. The Buffalo Bills are not out of this playoff race. Hell, the Buffalo Bills are not out of this division race. Um, right. And that certainly looks to be the course that they're on as for Dallas, this is them, man. I mean, it's like, it, it, it it's just, it's just them. Um, I, I won't take them seriously as a Super Bowl contender until I, I see them change their spots. Uh, until I see them not have things that happen to them against the 49ers and against the bills happen to them with regularity, especially when they're not playing in Jerry's world. So, yeah. Um, 
I, I just, I don't, I never pick them to win the division. I never pick them to win playoff games. It's worked pretty well for me. Uh, Jason Bedfox covers uh, sports betting, and he got a quote from one odds maker that said, I'd rate the Bills as the second best team in the AFC right now behind the Ravens. And in this person's overall power ratings, 49ers, one, Ravens, two, Bills, three. You think right now, forget the record, just how they're playing right now, do you think the Bills are a top three team? Um, yeah, because I think they have a top three, four or five quarterback. And so that, you know, that plus the ability to run the ball down people's throats and to do it in a multitude of ways. Right. I mean, I think they've got a lot in common with Baltimore right now. Both have a quarterback playing at an MVP level. Um, both again, can, can beat you in a multitude of ways on the ground. Um, I, I, defensively like Baltimore's numbers look better than Buffalo, but I, I, I have some, some concerns about Baltimore's defense moving forward because like the bills, like at edge, they're a little, eh, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you know, like Rousseau, are they really a thing? And then you're a little long in the tooth, right? Clowney Van Noy. Yeah. It was awesome in October, but like, what's it going to look like in January Von Miller. Right. So, I think there's some similarities there. Uh, and I think both teams are probably at their best when they run the ball 30 plus times. Yeah. I, I think Buffalo is very legitimate. Uh, they, they found ways to lose games. They, they did some things to themselves. Um, they had to learn some lessons. Uh, but you look at Baltimore and the games they lost, they haven't lost as many, but I mean, how Baltimore conspired to lose to the Colts when they did and to lose to the Steelers, how they did. Um, you know, it 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 took some it took some weird stuff. The the Cleveland Browns loss where they're up double digits, then all of a sudden Deshaun Watson actually looks like an NFL quarterback again. So yeah, I I I think there's pro I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't quibble with that. I, I would kind of be right there with him. So then on the heels of that, how does the AFC wild card playoff picture kind of shake out for you? Who do you think will get in and who will be out? Well, I think that the Browns are in. Um, that I, I don't think that thing's going to totally collapse and fold up shop. Uh, defense mm -hmm. stepped up yesterday. Defense had slipped a little bit recently. And with Flacco, they can play from behind now. It's not a death knell if they're down 10 nothing or 17-10 or whatever. In this case, what was it, 17-7 at one point? Because the big, the explosive play is there. I mean um, – uh, and Joku's a thing. Elijah Moore is a thing. Amari Cooper's a thing. So that's a completely different dynamic to them than we've seen. I mean, the Colts, I have to applaud them. I was talking to a general manager last night, and he's like, you know what? They were really smart getting rid of uh, Shaq Leonard because those other linebackers are better than him. They're faster than him. It's a better defense without him. Um they're winning games, you know, like they believe in themselves. They've overcome some adversity and the Jags have fallen back to the field. So I think the Colts some way, somehow, whether it's winning the division or not, and I know they need some help for that. Uh, I think the Colts are getting in. Um, you know, who, who is it? I, I mean, the Bengals or the Broncos, right? I guess one of them ends up 
in this equation, uh, probably not getting in because I think the Jags probably still get in somehow. And I guess Houston mm-hmm. may too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a supercomputer <laughs> in front of me. I did look at some of the tiebreakers last night. Um, I, I guess of those teams, I might still lean Denver. They obviously have to take care of business in prime time at home this week. Um, I, I would, I would lean Denver, but with no great authority. Jason, we already had one head coach firing in the NFC South, and it looks like we could have another, maybe even two more for all we know. Watching what the Falcons couldn't do against the Panthers, that was unbelievable. 31 run plays, 45% were stuffed, meaning there was no gain or it was a negative play. And the Panthers aren't exactly phenomenal when it comes to stuffing Uh runs to begin with. They're not bad, but they're not great at it. Rushing yards per carry for the Falcons, 1.7 against Carolina. So my question to you is, is Arthur Smith getting fired, assuming the Falcons don't win the division? Yes. Uh, I've wrote about this a lot, my several times this year in my column at the Washington Post. If you study him and you study Brandon Staley, um, one guy is more likable. Like, one guy is better with the media. One guy is, you know, doesn't wear his, you know, hubris like a, 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 a 1970s bad cologne, um, but it doesn't make him much of a better coach. And and Arthur Smith, on if you study his offense and you compare it to Brandon Staley's defense, there's a lot of similarities there in terms of their inefficiencies, in terms of what they were supposed to bring the table to the table for that specific side of the ball for their team and what's actually taken place. And, and you look at the number of highly drafted or highly compensated individual players who are underperforming. Yeah, and both had, I, I mean, almost identical records at the middle of their third season. Um, and now one's gone. And yeah, that look, the, the way they lost to the Bucks, coupled with that, um, it, it, it feels to people I talked to last night like a terminable um, offense, you know, the kind of thing that ultimately get, you lose your job. And really, uh, people I've talked to around the league think all four of those coaches um, could be gone. Like, even whoever wins it, like, if it's Dennis Allen or Todd Bowles and they win it and their defense gets absolutely, you know, undressed in a bad playoff loss at home, there's no guarantees they keep their job. In fact, I keep hearing the Glazer family kind of feel like it's probably time to reboot anybody who was a part of that Brady regime, right? Who mm-hmm. doesn't have, who isn't like a super young ascending player. Like it might be time to go in a different direction. Um, but now they're, they're obviously that was a huge win in Lambeau and, and, you know, they've got a chance to control their fate, but it's so week to week. What do they do with that? You know, like Baker Mayfield looked like Joe Montana yesterday, you know, you know, he, he, he might look like Kyle Bowler next week. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, whoever doesn't win the division, I mean, one's already down the other two who don't win the division. Um, I don't think there's any way they're back. And again, even the division winner in certain circumstances could be in trouble. Uh, what, what was your takeaway from Kansas city, uh, winning comfortably the the line ended up closing at 10 at a lot of spots. So it ends up being a push there, but it was a comfortable win on the road at new England one they desperately needed. And the chiefs have a very soft schedule here. Rest of the way. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think they uh, necessarily put, you know, cast all their demons aside or put all their questions to bed by any stretch. I mean, you had Kadarius Tony doing Kadarius Tony things. Um, you know, you, you had a couple of weird interceptions where you're kind of wondering about the role of the pass catcher in both of them. I mean, the guy who's paid, paid to catch the ball, not the guy who's paid to defend the guy who catches the ball. I would have loved to have seen that game. If Zappy doesn't throw the horrible pick down the right sideline, like this, the grossly underthrown ball, like if that doesn't, like, cause that was a football game up to that point. Like, and I kind of would wanted to see if this is a one score game in the fourth quarter, what does this chiefs team look like now? Again, he throws the pick. It ends up being two scores. Belichick decides I'm just waving the white flag. And that's what Kraft wants anyway. Right? So he's punting where you're like, why is he punting? I mean, it, it kind of goes uber conservative. Um, and the Chiefs win comfortably. And they needed to win that game, no two ways about it. Um, they needed to leave Foxborough with a two, right? Like the first number in their scoring total needed to at least be a two of some sort. Like if they played that game in the teens, I, I think it's probably not good for their confidence or, you know, their locker room camaraderie. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Um if they have to go on the road for the first time in the playoffs and, and, and do it maybe more than once, I don't think this version of them is equipped to do that. But that they could, I mean, again, you look like a jackass a lot of the times, you know, fading Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But it's I, I don't know about them being able to overcome the rest of this whole thing on offense. Yeah. What about tonight? Monday night football Eagles at Seahawks, this number at three, three and a half and the Seahawks need a win in a desperate way. Yeah. What is so funny? I just game is just, I, I don't know what to make of this game. Doing? I mean, who's playing? Yeah. You know, like I, I yeah, who's right. playing? Like what, who's, who are the quarterbacks? Like I, I would like to know that. Like if I could start with that baseline, I'd feel better about putting more than you know, $5 on some eight leg parlay for this thing tonight. Like, I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I, I felt good about Hertz being able to do some things on the ground in this game, but then all, you know, is he traveling? What's going on? Is he quarantined at the team hotel? How sick is he? I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I like some Goddard stuff and I, I liked at the very least, the Eagles to win this game, and if, if it was good, the line was going to get you know around two and a half at some point here, then you know that's kind of what I was I was hoping for. Like I was hoping that it would come out that like Geno's going to play, right, and then maybe this thing gets you know two and a half, and I'll take the Eagles. I, I look, I would take the Eagles on the money line. I think all things considered, whether you know one team or both teams playing with backups. I think this is a game that they find a way to win. Um, but I, it's, there's too many variables here. Like I, I can't right. get very excited to bet this game. I don't have a whole lot of strong feelings um, about this game. It just seems like every day something like now it's Matt Patricia running the defense. Okay. You know what I mean? Like what I'm going to find out like Ronald McDonald, like as the new quarterbacks coach, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what are you throwing at me next? I, I don't know what to make of this game. Like it's every six hours, something weird comes out about these two teams. I don't know. It's just part of the deal. I understand it. A lot of clown references today. Jason Lockett for it. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. See you next week.
Thanks, Jason. Absolutely. That was Odyssey NFL Insider Jason Locking for him. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we mentioned Jalen Hurts being under the weather, weather for this Eagles trip to Seattle. We'll go through our favorite bets for that game right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
at QL. Who is that? That don't count. What? Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Scott Ostrowski, I mean Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Apparently Joe hates the name Scott, so... That's I just asked, do, do you know any Scots <laughs> that you don't hate? Very hateable name. Uh, oh, oh, Hanson geez. is high on your list. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say Scott Hanson. <laughs> maybe that's why it came to mind. <laughs> Scott Stapp, yeah, that's been brought Every up. Every Monday, Scott Hansen yeah. has to appear on this show. I, I, put, it on Scott I put it on mute yesterday. You're thinking about it. I, you're checking your phone. You're typing in Scott. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I got you some good have... Scots. Yeah, Scott's no, good. Bad, I, I know bad some way Scott. worse names. I will say, oh, it was Todd. so Todd. nice. And granted, it turned into a Scott Bakula last week. Scott no, Bacula. hey, hey. <laughs> Them's fighting. Words. It was really nice. Quantum leave got me through my childhood. Oh it was really nice to have a marquee <laughs> game on in the afternoon window that we did not have to watch Red Zone for. Granted, it was a oh, blow I up by halftime, but yeah, I, yeah, like you said, muted watching the I Bills, left it. Cowboys. I left the Red great. Zone. Yeah, mm -hmm. like we knew it was going to happen. Niners game and the Rams. It... <laughs> we didn't even that get game to was that. Stupid. Oh God, so I mean, Howell gets benched. Mm -hmm. Fine. Yeah, and Brissett comes out like a man on fire. But like, I literally think there's someone who goes to Ron Rivera and is like, "Hey, in these situations, this is what gives us the best chance to win." He's like, "Cool, thanks. I'm gonna go do the opposite." Like, it's literally mm -hmm. at that level where like he's not just yeah. not trying to win; he's like doing the opposite. And I don't even care right. about the six and a half that we had a chance to cover the six and a half just for my purely. Are you trying to win the football game decision-making standpoint, punting at like around the 50, like it, right inside of Rams territory, then the two-point conversion? I just, we say this every week. It's the same thing with him every week. I just don't understand what he's trying to do. It's not win football games. It's There's bizarre. so many openings, so many openings at, after the season. Like it might mm -hmm. go double digits. And that that's another one. Um, what was it Scott Disick? What's that guy, the Kardashian? He sucks. Who else? Yeah. Scott Bayo. He's out of the family now, oh, right? He's a right good now, Scott Bayo does suck. You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's yeah. bad. No good, no good Scots. The, the like hit rate one. for Scott might be a little lower than other names, but I can think of some worse names. Don't it's don't bad. you worry. So this came up because of Boston Scott. We're we're searching for props for tonight. And what the hell do you do with tonight? What do you do? Right, yeah. You don't know the quarterback on either side. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, questionable with an illness. Geno Smith, also questionable. So could this be uh, Drew Locke versus Marcus Mariota? Is this how this would turn out uh, in terms of possibilities? Uh, Eagles are yeah. currently at this point three and a half point favorites with a total of 45. I think that total's come down just a little bit. Uh, oh, but yeah. when we're looking at how to play this game, Joe, what do you want to do? I, I don't know. Give me a scenario. I mean, isn't that how you have to handle it right now? Talking about mm -hmm. it on Monday morning, like what's the scenario? And this is how you play it. This is how we think the market would adjust. Okay. What, what we know about Jalen hurts just by, so what we know is he flew out there, right? And he flew out by himself. That's, mm -hmm. that's the Intel that we, that right. we all have. So yeah. by him going out there and just knowing how Jalen hurts is and the amount of times he's played through injuries, you know, I, without knowing the severity of this illness, 
I'm thinking he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Plays, obviously not 100%. So, you know, you have a compromised Hurts. That's what I'm expecting on the Philadelphia side. What do you guys think? Are you thinking it's more likely that we're going to see Mariota or what? I'm thinking he plays too. And so a part of me is like, when we've seen compromised Hurts, it hasn't been that bad. At least this team that can rely on the run game, too. If he's not 100%, I think uh, uh, under the weather, Hurts is probably better than Mariota. I think that's fair. I, I, I think this is an Eagles group that understands, okay, if you don't have Hurts out there, then you're putting yourself in major jeopardy. Like, it's not necessarily anything against Mariota, but there is a massive drop-off from someone who's contending for MVP of this league versus mm-hmm. what Mariota can and cannot do. And I certainly have questions about Mariota's accuracy, his ability to throw the ball beyond, say, 10 air yards. That'll be a big question mark. And so if we're figuring out how to handicap this game, do we feel like that the Eagles can keep their throw short, either because Hertz is ill and playing, or that Mariota... You know, you're trying to get throws that at least he can complete. And can they make it work with, say, the Yak game? Like, can A.J. Brown be able to catch something five yards downfield and then do the rest of the dirty work? Can we trust the Eagles to be able to do that consistently for 60 minutes? Maybe. I mean, this Seahawks defense uh, certainly has a lot of question marks and already a ton of injuries. Like, it's something where even if you are taking away half of the Eagles' playbook, that may still be enough to win this thing. Mm-hmm. What about the other side? Gino. Mm-hmm. So they're in a desperate spot. Doesn't play last week, but he got in a, a, a week's worth of limited practice. He practiced every day, and they were just calling it limited. Is Gino Smith going to play? I say yes, that in the end, after all this line movement, all this chatter about the the question marks with these players, that we're going to get both starting quarterbacks. What do you think? I agree. I think just so much is on the line for both teams. The Seahawks probably in a more desperate position, but things have been falling apart for the Eagles, so they need this just as bad. I just keep thinking, like, if I'm under the weather, you got all those resources, like IVs and all that. Like, don't you think you can get mm-hmm. get it together for four hours or so and go out there and do something? I, I still think this is a pretty good spot for the Eagles. I, I don't have the confidence in the Seahawks side. I do like a prop, though, um, for Kenneth Walker. I mean, that's one guy I do feel comfortable betting on, no matter who the quarterback is, that maybe longest rush over 13 and a half, something like that. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. no matter who it is, he could probably get over that. I don't know if you want to look at all rushing, but that's one area where it's like, okay, with all these question marks on both sides of the ball, Kenneth Walker, like, we know what we're going to get most likely, and they'll probably have to rely on him. Well, circling back to this idea of uh, quarterback combinations and what we should expect for this game, I feel like I was fairly diplomatic when describing Mariota and what he can do for the Eagles. I can't be that way with Drew Locke for the Seahawks. Absolutely not. No way, no how. If he is out there, then it is doom and gloom for Seattle to move the ball down the field with any kind of consistency. And I get that, like, in his last appearance, like, things were good for spurts. I get that. A lot of that, I think, was play action. 
And definitely, I think both quarterbacks can thrive with play action passes, but I'm not sure that's going to work nearly as well, especially given that the Eagles now have Matt Patricia calling the defensive plays. What if- I don't know how significant <laughs> that is, uh, or maybe it's a downgrade. I'm not sure. But I still find it fascinating and having me go back and look at like how well or poorly Matt Patricia can call defensive plays. I, I, they, they had to do something right. Like that secondary, yeah. like granted, you know, maybe they are regressing to the mean naturally, but I have to believe though, Joe, that this is a, a caused by desperate move because what else can you really do to try and improve this past defense? Fascinating decision. Okay. So mm-hmm. now you're in the final month. And then the playoffs are right then and there. We'll see if you end up winning the division. If, you, if you're if you in play for the bye, probably not um, to make the move now. they did. You're right. They did need to do something. And I could have told them that Sean Desai was a really bad idea. I experienced that here in Chicago. Uh, I don't think they ever dreamed that it would be that bad. Like <laughs> this, Just as bad as the secondary is. And you're not going to have Darius Slay in this game. And, you know... <laughs> It's a hunch. I don't have any information, but I'm thinking both quarterbacks end up going, and I understand why the total has dropped. It was 47. We're sitting here at 45 at the moment without knowing uh, which guys are going to be out there. Both these defenses are awful. Both. Mm-hmm. I I think we're going to see scoring. And even if one of the starters is out, I, I would still take the over. And if one of those starters is out, it's probably going to drop to 44. Hmm. I agree. Absolutely. I think that can happen. And, you know, while I am still concerned about, say, Drew Locke, for instance, if he's out there, like, Aaron, what you were saying, Kenneth Walker probably makes a good bit of sense. This is probably a rushing attack that at least can be serviceable. I don't think they can win the game with Drew Locke, but I do think that with this rushing attack, they can at least keep things interesting to where the spread of three and a half, three, fairly sharp, I think. There was also this interesting report about how the Eagles players were like leading the scouting reports. Did you see this? Like they were each picking a player and changing things up. And then I don't know, it's something weird's going on, but sometimes when we see shifts, like with, you know, changes and, and how they're game planning or maybe even changing coordinators for other teams, like it has given teams a boost a little bit. You know, so mm-hmm. maybe they are on to something with the Eagles, but it just kind of goes to show things there there seems to be some disconnect in the in the Eagles organization, especially on the defensive side of the ball, like where they've been, you know, persuading Sean Desai to let the defensive backs do more of the scouting reports. It just is like, whoa, what is happening Strong. over there? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Then the player's like, well, listen, let us handle this. You're not doing your job, so we're going to do it. Like, maybe tonight it'll work in their favor, but it just goes to show something's off in that building. It's mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> something I mean, like that. And look, it hasn't happened much of the year, but we have seen the upside of the Seahawks offense. Remember when they scored 35 on Dallas? So there, there is that potential. But and, and I mean, people, teams have been doing whatever they want to that Eagles secondary all season long. So yep. it's just right, they've right. got all that talent in that front seven, but the secondary has been so bad. It's It's been really shocking just how that's completely flipped. And that's why people view them as fraudulent. Because, yes, they can score. Yes, they have some t- individual talented players. But uh, defensively, they let teams score at will at times. And, you know, Seahawks, mm-hmm. if Geno's healthy, 
they can do that. Now, if it's Drew Locke, <laughs> I'd be very concerned about going over. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So we mentioned before that we are one week away from Christmas. And to me, I would like to start celebrating a little early. And thankfully, BetMGM is allowing us to do just that because we are starting the seven days of parlay, uh, seven days of parlays. We're starting the seven days of parlays at BetMGM today through Sunday. BetMGM account holders will receive a token to use on select players, uh, parlays, same game parlays each day during the promotional period. And to get these offers, go to the seven days of parlays page and claim your daily reward. Receive parlay boost tokens to use on select parlays and same game parlays each day during the promotion. Score a bigger payout if you win your parlay with the token activated. And of course, happy holidays from the king of sportsbooks. Now, when it comes to day one, pro football same game parlay boost token, let's talk about some of the props that we would like to put in said same game parlay. Aaron, you mentioned Kenneth Walker and mm -hmm. liking the idea of backing him in some way. Uh, but mm -hmm. what else stands out to you as far as, say, a prop we want to put in our same game parlay? Well, it's a little riskier and might be something you want to wait on, but do you want to just bet under on DK Metcalf? Hmm. I mean, you've got Geno Smith issues, and then if it's Drew Locke. I'm just against this secondary. I don't know. Does that – okay, does anybody th yeah. think it's going to be an inspired effort by the Eagles' defense with this switch at D.C.? I do. I'm indifferent. Okay. You, I think it's going to be an inspired effort. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, you know, this report I'm reading about how the players each, like, took took it upon themselves. I just think that they realize they've been trash and something's got to get mm -hmm. fixed. So I do think that there's a boost. Even if it's just one game, I think you're going to see more of a locked-in effort from the secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, to me, it's just more indifferent than anything else. I mean, I, I'm more concerned with, okay, if you are dealing with, say, receiver parlays, then maybe it's something where can they get the yak? Can they get something where it's just five yards downfield and then they can do the rest of the dirty work? Metcalf certainly is capable of doing that uh, if that's the case, but I, I don't know if that's you know necessarily the safest. But I mean, it's 63 and a half in terms of receiving yards. That seems about right to me. Um, I, I don't know if there's anyone else, uh, say on the Seattle side, like other than staying on the ground that might make a whole lot of sense, but on the Eagle side though, you know, we were kind of, uh, having some fun with Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell and guys like that, but with Gainwell at just eight and a half receiving yards, do we want to go over that because of this whole yak game. Mm. Mm, that actually could be a good look. Does anybody have a strong opinion on how this is going to play out? Is it going to be the Eagles playing from behind? Like, is that a possibility? I can see the Seahawks winning this game outright tonight. I could. And it, it, if you're going to, I mean, that's where it starts with parlays. What do you think the game flow is going to be? And yeah. if that's the case, guys like Swift, you want to go under. Right. Although, I mean, the total thing, that's probably where I would lean. Like, I think we'll see a lot of points. Yeah. I agree with you there. Like, give me a lot the of receivers, points and that'll be good. Receiver overs, yeah, I would think. Absolutely. We will finalize our same game parlay during lightning bets later on in the program. In the meantime, this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a survivor pool update. There was blood this weekend right here on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. A lot of us enjoy wearing pajamas, and we're discussing it during the break. And so now I'm uh, feeling a little uncomfortable about all the details. Welcome back Why? to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. You're comfortable about it's normal conversation. No. What? Commando visual. The, the, yes, the, the no visual are not. It's up to you if you want to make it a visual. You're the one thinking I about don't it. Want to. <laughs> then don't. I'm trying. Doing the best I can. It's like, all right, whatever you do, don't think about a monkey. Guess what you think about? A monkey. It's the first thing that pops into your head. Like, that's kind of how this works. Uh, well, we were Eddie getting Ross, that Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Fox right here with you. <laughs> Coming up at the top of hour number three, we'll turn the page to week 16 of the NFL season. But now let's talk about Survivor. And when we go to the circuit contest, uh, we did lose three participants. Uh, those who picked the Titans lost in overtime, so that hurts. And then one picked the Packers to knock off the Buccaneers at home. And that didn't happen either as Baker Mayfield finished with a perfect passer rating, the best performance of the week. Uh, I'd say most people pick the Rams, Bengals, and, you know, that made a good bit of sense. But, uh, Joe, when we're looking at Survivor and the remaining participants, what stands out to you? Uh, the guy's rooting for Adam Burke, who's uh, who's been on this show, who's, uh, who's filled in to, to host. He lost. He had Tennessee, so I feel bad mm -hmm. for him. Um, I don't know if he was the one or it was somebody else. I just know that I, I saw um, in social that, the guy that started the chop conversation. Remember, we talked about that a, a good deal last week. 12 of 13 voted for a chop. One person said no. Don't know if it was Golden Boy or not. There was some guy out there on Twitter <laughs> saying he was the one who's a greatest better <laughs> Um, But anyways, the person that started the conversation of having a chop is now out. Oh, they Almost wow. nothing, which, that yeah. So That's why he started the conversation. Yeah, yeah, they're down to 10, two on Tennessee, one on Green Bay. So they had three eliminated and in mine, much smaller, uh, one Atlanta, one Green Bay, but still pretty good size. Started with uh, 1721. Uh, so I'm also down to 10. This is, it's crazy. It's just crazy. To me. That, that one started at 9200 something and mine started at 1721 and we're each down to 10. How about the sweat on Saturday for the two people in Circa and one in mind that had Cincinnati. How about wow. that? It looked done. And then the Bengals put up 21 on the scoreboard in that fourth quarter. Some dumb stuff by O'Connell. They get to overtime. Jake Browning's going nuts on the sideline after the game, yelling about how they cut him and all that stuff. Like that was this. We kind of passed over it because, you know, it's fresh in our mind from yesterday. The Saturday games were exciting, except for the, the Colts mm -hmm. and Steelers. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm just interested in the people that are left. So we don't know yeah. if the guy who said no is the one. Did he get chopped or did I mean chopped? Did he get cut? <laughs> Ow, I don't think so. I'm assuming not. Dang. I my my that. I was assuming that the person that said no, most of that was because they had a really good team left and maybe it was San Francisco. Like I had a couple in my pool that that had San Francisco that they and both of them use them. So everybody's used San Francisco. And I was looking at the pick availability. Like for mine, I'm like, ooh, there's nobody that like has awesome teams left. So 
I wonder if that talk's going to pick up this week. I would assume it would. Um, but I don't know. My guess is probably now something happens. So they got the Christmas week here, right? Mm-hmm. So sure what? Do. remind us, what, what, how does that play out? So is it so, – go ahead. So it's just Christmas Day. Uh, so just as Christmas. I kind of – yeah, just Christmas Day. Mm. So as I uh, pull up the schedule here, uh, I was looking at win probability models uh, before. Um, but basically, so you have all your games on Christmas Eve and you've got some fantastic games there. But then for Circa, you also have to make an additional pick for Christmas Day. And as I try and pull triple header. up real Raiders, yeah, a, a triple header. Raiders, Chiefs, right. Eagles, yeah, so you've Giants. Got, mm-hmm. Yeah, Eagles, Eagles Giants, uh, Ravens, 49ers, which will be the headliner for, uh, you know, the entire Christmas weekend. Uh, but yeah. you have three games and you must pick one team from that triple header. But then you must also pick a different team for all of these Sunday games, which would also include the Thursday game Rams and Saints, if you're interested in that one. Uh, sure. But two picks for Circa to uh, just get through the week. Um, and depending upon your pool, you might have that as well, or maybe you don't. But that's how this will work. I wonder if there's people that don't really – that won't have much of an option if they get to mm-hmm. Christmas. Between Casey, Philly, San Francisco, all significant favorites. Maybe some I, – I, I guess if you have Baltimore that you maybe would take them. That's the, the shortest dog of what? the three. But we're talking about mm-hmm. double-digit spreads here in the other two. KC and Philly. I mean, could it be the case that you don't have a team you could use on Christmas? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. What would I happen just, in that situation? It's a I good assume, strategy then, right? I'd assume people have the Raiders or Giants, and you're going to be forced into taking a double-digit dog. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's right. Can we chop? Can we please chop? Yeah, exactly. I, like th- those are the people who are begging for money there. At least I have. Well, imagine. I mean, maybe that maybe that's part of it. Looking ahead, thinking, you know what? These people don't have a pick on Christmas. I if I can get through these that's two, be it. I'm gonna win millions. That that's mm-hmm. probably also part of the thinking uh, there. That these people weren't smart enough to look ahead, and you've got to. I guess assume that you're going to make some sort of a run when you have limited options. You mm-hmm. can't just be like, well, I'll, I'll handle that when I get there. No, you got to keep that in mind. So I, I think it, I think a chop will happen this week, but I don't know. Did it, I'm just basing that did, off of, cause it was one away last week. Didn't this golden boy person uh, say he's like the best better alive. Was that yeah, real? I don't know if that's that really. I don't know if that's that, really him. I'm sorry, but you got to chill out if you're talking like that. Like you deserve to. B e t t e r was how he spelled it. So that <laughs> it was a that joke. I'm, a, I'm the greatest yeah. better alive. That has to be fake. Like you would not say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> you you cannot blame I your think. phone for that spell correct. That definitely is not yeah. true. Uh, the way that I built my model for the Circus Survivor Contest basically had the Chiefs saved the entire season. So suffice to say, like, as I was planning out whatever picks I delivered on air, it was always so that the Chiefs were going to be chosen on Christmas Day, uh, never before then. And that's always been my mm-hmm. approach. So it's it's hard mm-hmm. for me to believe that someone would have used up all of these good teams by now, especially like if you've lasted this long in Circus Survivor, you're probably doing something right because you somehow have escaped a lot of sweaty situations. 
But if you are looking at, say, what to do on Sunday, you know, to me, that's a little less clear cut. And certainly it's something we can yeah. talk about later in the week. But, you know, as, as I look oh at what God. the schedule is suggesting here, um, you may have to get a little creative here, Joe. Okay, so absolutely. Uh, Golden Boy took the Saints yesterday. So Golden Boy won. And I noticed when I was looking at all the names that were left, Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second. There's somebody in my pool with that name. So I emailed Uh-oh. them yesterday and I, they just they responded within the hour. It's the same person. They have a spot <gasps> in my pool and a spot in Circa. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Is he doing the same picks in both? He, he didn't give any intel, so I'll just say his response. Um, he said... Yes, sir. Been an intense last two weeks. Hope my luck hasn't run out. So, I like this guy. Yeah. He's the new guy I want to root for. Yeah. Aww. Wait, yeah, isn't I won't this give the out guy you just said I hope he Who loses? Who does he have left? No. No. No, gold- no somebody well. different. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want Golden Boy coming for me, but yeah. It, 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 mean, it's not Golden this guy Boy. Could be... I know. Oh, this could God. be Aaron's new backup Whoever didn't want to... Ch- Whoever didn't want the chop, that's who I was like, ew. So Golden Boy is not the guy who didn't want the chop. Mm-hmm. Golden Apparently Golden Boy is. But we're talking about the person that is alive in mine and Circa. They have a spot in each. Well, this is all the same person, right? No. Different people. It's not Golden Boy. Oh, okay. Also I thought confused. you said... I don't know. I thought you said that the guy, that golden boy was also the golden boy in your pool. And no, no, no. Same. same no, oh, no. Okay. I, I realized that there was somebody that had the same name in both. So I just, wow. yesterday. that like, is so I got cool. That's on me. That's, that's cool. It's insane. That's pretty awesome. awesome. We'll probably take down both. Mm-hmm. Right. We have questions for him now. I'm not even going to ask him to come on. Because I don't want to be a part that's of that. Bad producing. Come on, that's bad producing. Come on, Joe. I don't care. Well, no, because I, if he get yeah. if he loses, then we'll feel bad, right? We already did it to Ryan Williams. Want to do it again? Yeah, actually, I would. <laughs> he took the Steelers. He took the Steelers. I'd like to right, know. That's kind of on him. Yeah, right. I tried part to help of that's him. On him. I tried yeah, to did. Him. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. I, I feel How like about we get him on when he wins? Survivor. Yeah, who cares then? Right. Give us wow. If, if you're this far in Survivor, there's a stubbornness here, that you're going to stick with. I'm here for the content, Aaron. I got no loyalties. <laughs> no. I would okay, feel, my I would feel bad if we had him on. My yeah, response would, would be, if you win, what are you tipping? The commish. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real question. Wait, but, but we can use, you don't have to give out names Hopefully or anything, but we can use his entry as like a basis of like, we can look at, you know, for our survivor discussion on Wednesday, we can play as him basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. It's a good idea. Yeah. Let's okay. do that. Yeah. Great there's producer. a, yep. Thanks. That is, there you go. <laughs> just pat yourself <laughs> on the back just to keep it a little bit more obvious, please. And Monday. thank you. Ugh. Yeah. If you have a, if you have that list, like I can rebuild the model and uh, have some fun with it and just see what I would come up with. And oh god, tell him not. Game. You know what? 
Don't tell him to tell him to not listen to the show though, because I don't want to be responsible yeah. for that either. If he like listens I, to us and we're like, hey, we I, do this, I, and then yeah. I'm assuming he's matching the picks the same. I'll take a look though. I would okay. assume, yeah. But we can check. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This is MacQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we turn the page to week 16. This is our first look at said card right here on the BetQL Network.